This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Online Dating by the Dumbers. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. A writer gets creative trolling scammers on Tinder and a man hacks Tinder. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who is tired of having weird encounters on dating apps and another who wants the guy she's seeing to delete his apps. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. She is a comedic actress and the creator playwright of the off-Broadway show, Date me in OK Cupid Experiment. Please welcome Robin Lynn Norris. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. So we had scheduled Robin to be on the show when she was in New York. And then I got sick, as I've talked about many times on the show. <laughs> so this is our first time we've ever had a guest uh, do this remotely. Robin is in LA and we are in New York. We've had a rule that like guests have to be in the studio, but I canceled on Robin last minute when I went to the hospital. And now we're so excited to have her back because Angela and I did a little BFF date night and saw the show and we loved it. We had so much fun. Oh my God. We had so much fun. And you know, I don't know, you know, you, I never know what you're going to get with the show. We walked out of there and we were like, that was amazing. I wish we had written it. Yep. It was so Aww. good. So that you, is the biggest compliment. Thank you. Yes. That's so nice. Your show is based on an experiment you did where you created multiple fake profiles of quote unquote undateable people and then yep. interacted with real people on OkCupid through these profiles. Tell us a little bit about that. What sparked that idea? And did you know mm-hmm. at the time you'd be using it for comedy material later? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a slightly different what's in the current show than what actually happened in real life. So I'll give you the real life uh, story because I think it's pretty interesting. The whole thing was a total accident. I had you know moved to LA from Chicago and I absolutely love LA now. It was very lonely when I first moved there. And I had gone through a number of awful dating experiences where I had pretty much just flatlined, given up. That was the state I was in. And my friend Lori called me on the phone one day and just said, hey, are you on OkCupid? Uh, I made a profile. Would you check out my profile, see if I wrote anything weird? And this is actually pre-Tinder, so a little bit of history. Like this show came about in Los Angeles, then we were in Chicago, and now we're in New York. So in LA, this was pre-Tinder, and I was very much of the I'm old-fashioned, I'm going to meet my soulmate in person kind of um, (laughs) state of mind. So I was like, no, I'm not on OkCupid, but I was like, I'll help her out. So you have to have a profile to look at other people's profiles. So I was like, fine, I'll take five minutes and fill out a crazy cat lady. It was just the first stereotypical thing that came to my mind. Of course. for anyone who's – yeah, exactly, duh. Um, So for anyone who's on OkCupid, the reason I like that dating app is you get – to write a little mini bio and you can kind of present yourself however you want, you know. And I think psychologically it's so fascinating uh, once I got into the experiment to read what people were doing. Now, this was my first time. So I just answered the questions in all caps, you know, like on purpose, like, you know, <laughs> uh, I love kitties. If you don't love kitties, then you won't love me. Beep, boop, beep, bop. Like I was making robot sounds. <laughs> I just like, 
on a typical Friday night, I'm playing with my kitties of and course. chocolate. Like so stupid, right? And I like and men loved about it. it. Yeah, exactly. I forgot about it. Then went to check out Lori's profile, went to dinner with her and a couple other girlfriends two days later, and hundreds of messages from men. <laughs> oh my God. Hundreds. Oh my and, God. And you know, like the typical, you see some of this in the show, like the typical like sexual innuendos because it's a kitty, you know. Right. Um, and then, but then guys talking in all meows, but in grammatic paragraphs, That's which is so made good. Me laugh so hard. I was dying. And then I started to get reflective because I was like, hold on. This crazy cat lady is more popular online than I am in real life. So what's wrong with me? And that's where the idea came from. The original show was called Undateable. And I took it to my friend Bob Ladwig. We were working on some stuff. And I was like, hey, this thing happened. What if we did an experiment and we just created what we think are undateable or wacky personalities and put them across the country and track the results and see what happens? So I knew it was funny. I didn't know it would turn into the show that it turned into and that I would also go on this like heartfelt journey because... I also got really worried about these people, and we can talk more about this later, but it definitely wasn't a, hey, let's just make fun of these idiots. Right, because you're Um, talking to real humans, and you don't want to make fun of them or hurt their feelings, and they might, you know, of course, there's some guys that might have been jerks and being like, hey, pussy Mm -hmm. joke, but, you know, some of them might (laughs) feel like they have a real connection. Right, even the pussy guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's looking for something, right? So it's like, I, I think, and I, you know, I'm a very overly sensitive, empathetic person. So Bob and I did set up rules early on. Like we were like, we're not going to interact with people unless they find our characters funny and reach out to us first. We're not going to, you know, meet anybody in person. Or if I felt like people were actually literally into me or my characters, I was you obsessive would shut it about down. getting... I'd, yeah, in like in a nice way. I tried. I think nice. Like I'd be like, oh, you're so nice. I just started seeing someone. But it, this is before I even knew what ghosting was. But I could never ghost anyone because I've had it happen to me. And I was so obsessed. So, you know, we had 38 characters and I spiraled. I was like, I have to get back to everyone. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of characters to keep track of. Yeah, a lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. Exactly. Um, as someone who online dated and used OkCupid a lot, uh, I am totally not surprised that you had men rolling into the craziest profile DMs because, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of wackos out there. Um, did you learn anything that did surprise you? Uh, well, I yeah, I learned, one, kind of what you said, like, it really is reflective of real life. So there is a lot of, you know, sexual innuendos and people being kind of gross and stuff. For the most part with this, though, I think because our characters were so specific and unique, people were super into it. So I didn't actually get a lot of haters where I think normally you do get that like, hey, why don't you write me back, bitch, kind of thing. Like I most people were like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And they were really playing along. And that surprised me more than I thought it would. And then as I did research, because I did a lot of research as we were developing the show, I found out that the more specific you are in your profile, better chance you have of finding a match. So when you water it down and you just say like, I love to laugh, or (laughs) you try to, you know, I love to travel. It's, everybody's saying the same thing. And you you saw that part in the show where we categorize people into online dating species because 
I found all these patterns of people like everyone thinks they're being original and they say the same thing as everybody else. That always drove me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think even with our show, This Is Why You're Single, when we were doing our sketch show, we would have the most specific jokes. And then Mm -hmm. we would find out that people were like, oh my God, I relate so much to this whatever specific thing. I can't think of a example right now. But Mm -hmm. the point is, is that even the most, you know, specific things when it comes to dating are universal. Like that's, that's, I think what you, what you realize. But like, yes, as far as the lack of originality in profiles, um, Mm -hmm. you touched on something that I loved in the show, which was on OkCupid, they do like the things that you can't live without. And people think they are being so funny when they're like food, water, (laughs) air. (laughs) And then everybody does that. You're 100% right. In fact, we actually burned that suggestion because, you know, I did the show in Chicago for three years. So I've done that a lot, a lot of times. And it's like the I would say one out of 10 people say that. And you're like they I know they did it online because I saw it. And then when we sorry, I'm people who are listening don't realize we have some improv in the show and we interview people based on some of these questions. So when we ask their six things, a lot of times they go water air and you're we're like we have to be like that's really great you know we get that all the time let's get a little more specific right you also yeah. notice the very odd trend of people referencing the zombie apocalypse a lot which oh, i i noticed yes. as well oh my god i'm glad you noticed that too uh yeah i call them that in the species i call them the walking dread because they can't resist talking about the zombie apocalypse and the end of end of days and they've got their kit and like it's interesting. Yeah. In the show, you imply that you met your husband via one mm-hmm. of these fake profiles. Is that true? Is that how you met your well, husband? that's a great question. Or is that and a little you know, creative creative it, stretch? A, it's a little of a creative stretch. I will say that- It was a good one. Almost, nine. thank you, 95% of the show, I was so adamant. I was like, I want it to be 100% true. And right, right. You know, pe- people are like, okay, for storytelling purposes. Yes. Uh so in the show, yes, I, I meet a character that ends up being my husband. That didn't, I didn't meet him online. The character is based on him. You know, he's called Math Club Historian 82. And that's like a joke that, you know, my husband's also a comedian. Um, and so it, it's based off of him and his spirit. Um, but I did meet him while at the tail end of this experiment. So it was kind of a weird thing where I was completely shut down, not open to online dating, went down this whole journey where then I was like, everyone's so human. And I actually did start to feel for all these people as human beings. And then I met my husband in real life right once. I feel like I did the show and it kind of helped heal me a little bit. And I met my husband. That's like us with our show. It is. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. I got proposed to on stage at the end of one of our Ah. runs. And Angela met her now fiancé. On OkCupid. On OkCupid. And their second date was at one of our shows. So, I mean, there's something to be said. You know, do write a comedy show about (laughs) dating. Exercise some demons. And you'll get married, apparently. Yeah. I think, you know, I didn't know that or I would have done it years earlier. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, So we are going to talk later on with you about what else you learned doing this experiment Mm -hmm. and writing the show. And specifically, we're going to find what stats you learned doing some research with OkCupid. But right now, we're going to take a quick sponsor break, and then we're going to jump into what's in the news. We would like to thank our sponsor, FabFitFum. The 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now. 
We loved so many items. They had a really cute scarf, which is perfect for the fall. You know, I love getting in like that Huga vibe with oh, scarves yeah. and candles and all that stuff. They had a cute little wallet we got. We also got some like um, body scrub. Yeah, we have like these sugar cubes that I actually just used this morning on my feet because you know what? Walking around in the summertime in New York, your feet get beat up and, and it like exfoliated. It was lovely. Your feet probably smell like smoothies now because that's they what do. it smells like. So FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. They take the hassle out of shopping by doing it for you, and each box is customized to your specific interests. They deliver the seasonal must-haves that you need. These boxes sell out fast, so sign up for yours today. It's a great little gift to give yourself, or if you have somebody that you, like a lady in your life that you don't know what to get for them like like a cousin or an aunt or a coworker, and you're like I don't really know much about them this is such a good gift because everybody's gonna like it you get I just got like moisturizer who doesn't love moisturizer I have a hair mask it's just all things that that make your daily life a little more nice it is I think subscription boxes are such good gifts for for people and this one it is it's just so perfect yeah. uh guys fab fit fun it's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty fitness fashion and lifestyle products like I said it retails for 49.99. Which is also like a good price point for like a nice gift for people. Yeah. Uh, but it always has a value of over $200. So use our coupon code THISISWHY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's coupon code THISISWHY for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news for us to discuss with Robin? Um, so I'm actually, it's not quite a news story. It's somebody that I follow on Twitter named uh, Talia Lavin. She's a writer and sh she's at Chicken Kiev on Twitter if you want to follow her. And she has started this like blog basically of um, Twitter exchanges where she trolls people that are scammers on uh, Twitter on Tinder, which it's, it's somewhat similar to what you do in the show, Robin. So, uh -huh. um, <laughs> so she would have trolled Robin. <laughs> Perhaps yep. you could have been trolling each other at some point, but she seems to get like, this is a big thing on Tinder, I guess, is like these scammers that are looking to obtain your personal information. And oh. a lot of the time they're bots, but also, mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've learned that apparently now some places are using actual humans to scam people. Um, Aww. so there, it's like a little more personalized when they approach you, but you can kind of tell that they're scammers because the interactions are just strange. So it's kind of a new story, kind of not. Yeah. It's, all right. It's, I'll let uh, it slide this week. <laughs> it's just a fun trend happening. Okay. All right. I buy that as a news story. Okay. Yeah. Let's find out what happened this week with Talia. So we're going to do a little, this is why you're single role play theater um, in one of her exchanges. Uh, I, I will be Talia if you want to be the strange scammer man. Okay. Sure. All right. And then we're going to get Robin's, Robin's recap take on, on this exchange. Yeah, okay. As, okay. An, as an expert scammer herself. Okay, all right. So uh, I start with hello, dear. Yes? Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Okay, this is an exchange that Talia posted on her Twitter that was a... On her, her blog that she started with these scammers, yeah, but also okay. on Twitter. All right, and this, this scammer is communicating with Talia? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, hello, dear. How are you doing? My pleasure meeting you here. Wow, yes, it's my pleasure too. Good, dear. How are you today, dear? 
Okay. My name is Mike from Houston, Texas, America. And what about you? <laughs> my name is Yitzlav, and I am a but a poor woman from darkest Moldavia. Will you not taste my apples, good sir? Fine apples, fresh apples. Wow, you have very lovely name. I also have a basket of apples. Fear not, my apples will not turn you into a swine. Where do you live, dear? In a trench I've thatched deep in the forest. So basically... So basically she quickly caught on that this was a scammer from maybe the like hundredth deer he was doing and the fact yes. that he said he's from Houston, Texas, America. Houston, America. Texas, America is my favorite. And then, and then at that point, once she got the Houston, Texas, America, she's like, this is a scam. And that's when she was like, and that's when she brought on the apples. Right. But uh, he just kept going with her. Um, he yeah. asked her what kind of apples. Okay. He, he was not resting until he got her information. Did you run into any scammers like this, Robin? Anybody that said they were from, you know, Houston, Texas, America, America? not to be confused with Houston, Texas, uh, Romania. Right. Obviously. Uh, no, you know, that's so funny. I didn't, I don't recall anything like outright scamming. I've heard those awful stories, you know, where people are getting money out of people and leading people on romantically. And I didn't get I wouldn't say anything that specific. I could tell when they're bots just because of what you're saying, you know, like deer over and over again, mm-hmm. or just like those weird computer type messages. It is funny though what she's doing because that's how I would <laughs> that's how I would respond to people when they would be like overtly sexual. <laughs> like I depending on the character that I had, like I would always oh, I wish I could think of something very specific, but um I would always respond in character you know um so if they were trying to hit on me or whatever and I was colonial woman you know I'd make a joke about like it's old timey or I don't know what that means or you know <laughs> just playing na- just playing totally naive you know or you know I had this disgustingly graphic message that I probably shouldn't say over the air no you but, can say um, anything on our show <laughs> we're, we're x-rated <laughs> Oh, okay, great. Um, So you get, like, people making stereotypes, you know, like, um, this guy was called Thick Black Cock, which is, like, obviously he's just making that up. Um, (laughs) But, like, because there are, like, 20 of them, and it's it's a horrible name. And then he just sent me this horrible graphic message, and I just respond, like, oh, thank you for the adorable message. Do you say that to everyone? Do you say that to all the girls? You know, I just tried (laughs) it. What did he say? Because I wonder what kind of response he's hoping for. I would I love to know. He, I think he disappeared. Um, yeah. He probably wasn't know. used to getting a response. So oh, I, like, know I, what happened. Know what I know what happened. He got deleted. He got, you know, on OkCupid, they flag the really dirty people who they can tell are being fake. And so I got the message. Uh, sorry, Thick Black Cock no longer has an account. Oh, <laughs> yeah, usually, poor guy. Yeah. Usually once you put the word cock in your username, like that's strike one towards yes. getting your account deleted. Well, I can't yeah. wait to tell you guys about my new story because this kind of, well, it relates a lot to, oh, to this one. Tell us. Okay, so this was a new story I read on The Cut, our favorite New York magazine written by Francesca Marie. So this is what happened. She started talking to a guy that she met online and she asked him what his hobbies were. And he said, you know, he likes to experiment and code. And she was like, code? And he's like, well, for instance, a Tinder hack. And so 
she finally got him to tell her about this Tinder hack he had created. He was like a code hacker. So he recruited one of his close friends and his really hot roommate, Haley was her name, to create a Tinder profile. Um, Haley, I guess, was tall, dark, younger, and a, quote, better looking version of Kim Kardashian. So, you know, right. she's a hot chick. So they create a profile mm-hmm. of of a hot chick and and like, you know, take a lot of pictures of her. He wanted her to appear seductive but approachable. And then once finished, he ran two mischievous programs through through Tinder. So the first program had her dummy account swipe right on 800 men. The second program was one he spent months coding and it paired men who matched with Haley with one another. So mm-hmm. they thought that they were matching with Haley, but the code would like, you know, switch out their pictures, the guy, you know, a guy's picture with Haley's picture in her profile. So the guys had actually matched with one another, but they thought they had matched with Haley. And then, and then what he would do, he ran the code and would, and would switch certain words. So, all right. So let me, let me just, are you guys following? I think so. Okay. I think that Sean has too much time on his hands. Perhaps. <laughs> so he said, there was a certain breed of guy this really worked on. It wasn't the kind of guy looking for a girlfriend or looking to talk or be casual. It was the guy looking to hook up. And those guys cut to the chase, thrilled at how down Haley was to sext, thrusting their way through communication. So um, we're going to role play some of the conversations. Uh, and you have to remember, both dudes think the other one is Haley. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, this kind of starts in the middle of a conversation, but okay. uh, in fact, you won't sleep at all. Ha ha. I like that idea. Oh, I won't. Will I be awake with you on top of me, winky ha- face? Ha ha. Getting excited in the middle of the day. Thank you. Oh yeah. On top, behind, in front, <laughs> down. Ha ha. I'm pretty excited too. So you're not alone. I'm so excited that it's hard inside my scrubs. Oh, especially behind with my hands on your hips and bouncing you off me while you scream my name. Ha ha. Is it wet underneath your scrub? Is it wet under your pants? Uh, Got a boner, to be honest. Did I shock you? Ha ha. That you have a boner? Yeah. Boner is a part a woman being excited. So what he had also done is he created a dictionary of words that he coded to automatically swap with other words. So aside from Haley, man was changed to woman. So so like when they, you know, but the word boner was not one of the ones changed. So when all of a sudden like this guy's messaging who he thinks is Haley and he thinks Haley says like, I got a boner and he's very confused. He's like, Haley, why do you have a boner? And she's like, a boner is when a woman is excited. So whatever. He's like, nothing wrong with a lady boner. So, so they changed man to woman, dude to chick, penis to vagina, but the system wasn't perfect. It was glitchy. Some spaces weren't accounted for. So argument became argue woman. Manhattan became woman Um, and like he also didn't factor in some obviously gendered words like dad or girl or lady or boner, hard, wet. Hmm. So so some things were got confusing. We're going to read a couple more of these conversations. Okay. Got me a boner, a womanly one, <laughs> an aggressive one that bites people. First of all, just the fact that that person was actually saying those things, like that wasn't changed. Around. But, the, you know, you hear guys say this and you're like. You are you know a manly boner is but, what he actually said. Yeah, which is just amazing. as stupid. It's just as stupid. But you but you read these you know messages from guys and you're like well, they don't expect any woman to answer. But then you know when you put two 
super horny men talking to each other and thinking they're talking to a woman, they like go at it. Okay, so so Angela, you gotta we gotta go right. back and read this one. So got the- me a boner, a womanly one, an aggressive one that bites people. <laughs> Ain't nothing strange about a lady boner. What else does it do? So that was uh, one of the messages. All right. I want to read a couple more of these because I'm really loving them. But first, Robin, what are your initial thoughts on this Tinder hack? This is insane. <laughs> I, I don't like, And can you remind me, what was the purpose of it? Just to see. It was just kind of like an experiment. He says it wasn't out of okay. malicious atten- intent. Uh-huh. Um, first, they had done it where to they had done it where it was like uh, they had a, a man's profile and the mm-hmm. and two women were talking to each other, you know, thinking they were talking yeah. to a guy. And they quickly, like, he quickly, you know, dropped that program because apparently it was super, super boring. Like two women <laughs> just talk. Two t- people being respectful yeah, to each other. Two yeah. people being respectful. Two women yeah. talking to each other was so boring. But like the men being aggressive and just getting met with like, yes, ands as, as any uh-huh. like, imp- like, we're like, you know, I would like to, you know, hump you from behind. Yes. And what else will you want to do? <laughs> oh, so, God. so it was just kind of like a, yeah, fun profile, but. Um, it does feel a little violating. I have to say as much as I yeah. love to see two dude bros going at it. Well, uh, then let's read this next <laughs> one because I want to get both of your takes on this. As you said, it, it feels violating. And, uh, and especially Robin, when you did, when you did your test with fake profiles, uh-huh. you know, you were worried about the, you didn't want to hurt anybody. So, so right. some of the conversations did get a little personal. So I'm going to read, read the, uh-huh. the next one. I dearly miss my family and visit them once a year, but I'm not really homesick. I love Turkey, the culture, the food, the scenery, but I'm not religious or traditional and my values aren't tied to a geography. Does that make sense? Do, do you carry the characteristics of a Cali girl? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I've never been that far east, but I can imagine that the cultural values are pretty different. What do you mean by the characteristics of a Cali girl? This is a deep subject we can talk about later, but I think everyone should have his, her own values and pick the cultural values that fit into his, her and make sense and not worry about the rest. By characteristics of a Cali girl, I mean hippies at heart that hug trees, use drugs, never left California and scared of the rain. Just kidding. Smiley face. I like the way you talk and think about things. Smiley face. Oh, so these are just like two guys talking to each other, thinking they're talking to this super hot Kardashian lookalike. But, you know, the conversations got got a little real. Yeah. Uh, um. How does this? How does this Tinder hack? Do you feel like compared to the experiment that you did? And and what? Yeah. What are your thoughts on it, Robin? I mean, that's exactly when those type of messages I did get, and that's exactly like as soon as something like that would start, that's when I would do the, "Hey, you are so nice. Thank you so much for reaching out." I'd let them down easy because if, even if you engage in that a little bit, you get people's hopes up, right? Right. And I think it's just so obvious and. Those are the kind of things, honestly, like I would cry <laughs> because I'd be I'd be up all night like writing people back. And, you know, I was obviously lonely at the time and I tend to project other people's loneliness, like my loneliness on other people. And I'd be like, these poor people. Yeah. So uh, anything like that, I think if you are empathetic on any level, you can tell like, OK, let's not mess with this person. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, those were, yeah. Okay, I want to continue the conversation we were just doing that got like a little heartfelt because mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. I guess uh, eventually like some of the conversations when in doubt they did get get gendered and like things got a little wonky. So let's continue okay. it. So the last thing we had left off was, you know, I like the way you talk about and think about things. Right. Uh, okay. I like the way you talk 
I like the way you talk as well, smiley face. It'd be fun to continue this conversation in person. Is your alcohol rule strict? How about meeting up at a wine bar or a tea lounge? I know some cool venues. Yeah, I'd love to continue talking in person. And the alcohol rule is strict for me, but I don't have any problem with other people drinking or being around it. Let me give you my big disclaimer, though, first. I'm a single dad with a two-year-old daughter who is with me half the time. I know that for a lot of women, it's a deal breaker. And if it is for you, then no hard feelings on my end. A kid isn't a deal breaker for me, but what do you mean you're a single dad? You mean these pictures aren't yours or was that just a typo? What do you mean? Uh, hi, this is getting a bit weird. Are you joking about being a woman's versus woman? Please don't. Are you the female in the pictures? No, there aren't any females in my pictures. I have a beard and tattoos and all the other male stuff. Maybe you're confusing me with someone else, but I looked at my profile and all the pictures are of me and I'm a woman. (laughs) I'm a male, a woman. I have a vagina, not a vagina. So things got very, you know, the code was a little yeah, wonky. Short-circuiting a little. Um, but but when it came to like, you know, so, uh, you know, that was where things got personal. But on the other side of things, you know, a man would open up with, can we have sex right now? Whereas uh-huh. I'm sure Robin or Angela, if you guys got that message, you would, uh-huh. you would block, right? Right. So a man would open up with, can we have sex right now? Only to snag an appreciative response, LOL, yes. Uh, another man began meet, grope, head doggy, to which the man he had matched with replied, everything sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, so that, yeah. Oh so, so when you're getting these messages from guys, oh. women, you know, they're not joking. They really would love for you to just say everything sounds But back good. to like the part, the, the thing that I read about, like, I would assume that that was like a, a porn bot coming at me like right right. that's what i would assume too like something's off there oh yeah can we i gotta read one more i'm sorry yes (laughs) okay okay so 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 even so sometimes there's uh you might get one where you think it's a serial killer right if you're a woman Mm -hmm. your guard goes up Mm -hmm. okay yeah let's read the let's read this next one so these are two men engaging in some consensual s&m role-playing a fantasy built on a fantasy if you grow on me, I may not fancy killing you, but may tie you up and keep you from the outside world. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sounds like you find Ooh. some weird, aggressive, animalistic behaviors hot. I'm a pretty big guy. Are you going to roofie me? No, I'd rather you. I'd rather give you MDMA so you're happy and down to fuck. I don't oh like God. hooking up with passed out women. Ooh. Okay, well, that, I mean, that's. I'm glad that he doesn't like hooking up with passed out women. Okay, um, and finally. <laughs> Also, it'd be great if none of your other personalities were male, LOL. So, but it, uh, so anyways, that was another conversation. But uh, if I got a message from a guy saying, I may not fancy killing you, but I may tie you up and keep you from the outside oh. world, I would probably end the conversation. But instead, yes. the guy thinking he, that, that a hot chick is saying that to him writes back, that's what I'm talking right. about. Oh, well, because he's man. totally not scared. Like he said, I'm a big dude. So what's there to be afraid of when yeah, you're a man? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I love this news story so much. I love that this Tinder hacker pulled this off. Uh, I don't know, Robin, any last thoughts on this? And does, I, does I, it, yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. And that last one's very scary. <laughs> um, 
but also back to what you were saying uh, on the previous one, you know, you would assume that it's a bot if somebody just says, hey, you know, want to bang, I want to have sex right now. Right. Um, so, yeah, in the real world, you might block that person. I would ignore it because I got so many more interesting messages. That being said, if so, I wouldn't just block people. If they actually wrote a little bit more, but it was still sexual, but I could tell they read my character profile, I would respond in character. So they probably would have liked that, but they'd be confused. So if it was like, hey, want to have sex right now? And I was Tracy Loves Cats, the cat lady, then I'd be like... Oh, my kitties, you know, are purring and they need water. Want to come have fun kitty time? You know, stupid yeah. stuff like that. So <laughs> I wasn't actually blocking people. So maybe, I don't know, maybe all the people had a little more fun with my characters. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. Blocking them. It's like we yeah. always say on the show there, you know, you should personalize your messages. Even mm-hmm. if you're going to be super sexual, personalizing yep. might get you yep. a response. There you go. Absolutely. All right, on that note, it is time to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Zola. Zola, the wedding company, will do anything for love. They have reinvented the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. Uh, Zola, Zola is just amazing. Uh, you can do your whole registry on Zola. You can do your website on Zola. I mean, why am I talking? Let's talk to the engaged <laughs> lady over here. I can tell you as a, an engaged lady, uh, there is a lot that you have to keep track of when you're planning a wedding. There's a lot of things to do. So anything that kind of is a one-stop shop is great. Um, Zola does, like Laura said, you get your free wedding website. You start with the free website. It's super easy and takes just minutes to set up. They have over a hundred beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple style and every type of wedding. Cause you know, we all have our own personal style. So it's good that they let you customize. Zola makes registering for newlywed life so easy because that is really like why else get married? You want the presents. So you got to get your registry on fleek. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. There's something for every guest to give. Guests love the free shipping and returns, price matching and more. And they have like good stuff. They have 500 top brand, over 500 top brands. Like, uh, oh, what is it? OXO? Is that how you say it? I, yeah. They always have like the kitchen stuff. Oh my God. I have great. so many cool OXO things. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's OXO, whatever. <laughs> Everybody knows, but like uh, I, they have the, my favorite can opener. I mean, that seems like a simple yes, thing, no, but they, they have like the best can that's opener the ever. the kind of stuff that they are great at. Um, and of course, like Cuisinart is amazing. They even have Airbnb. If you're planning your honeymoon and you want people to chip in towards your honeymoon, they have uh, Airbnb. Very awesome. cool. Oh my God. Wait, maybe it's OXO. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oxo. Oxo. You guys know what we're talking about, though. You've we seen learned it. so much. You've from seen Zola. it on your kitchen supplies. Okay. Guys, to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash single. That's Z-O-L-A. So start your free wedding website and get $50 off your registry on Zola. Go to Zola.com slash single. We would like to thank our sponsor, BioClarity. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. I love BioClarity so much that I sent a bunch to my brother. I only send my brother the best skincare products because, I don't know, it's just something we bond over. Him and his girlfriend, they like to like try out the skincare things together. I think more men should, should, should care about their skin. Ian is also very into the BioClarity. There you go. 
So he is right there with Jonathan. Yeah, um, he said it made his skin feel smooth and like, I don't know, just glowy. I don't know if my brother used the word glowy, but I'm using that for him. <laughs> I thought he looked glowy. Um, so BioClarity has, they have the clear skin routine, which is for combination oily or breakout prone skin. And then they also have the essentials routine, which is for normal or dry skin. Both routines consist of a three-step regimen that helps improve the look and feel of your skin and is packed full of detoxifying nutrients. The routines also include a super special ingredient found only in BioClarity called Floralux, which is made from the chlorophyll from plants. Very oh. cool. Uh, get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now our listeners will save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal. But you need to enter our code SINGLE at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com to get 40% off the skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use our code SINGLE at checkout. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox for Robin to help us answer? Okay. Um, first up, we have an email from our listener, Courtney. Courtney is 25 years old, and she writes, For the last five years, I have been often on dating apps like OkCupid, Tinder, Bumble, etc. I've been using Match exclusively for the last six months, and I either don't hear back from guys I've been messaging, or it goes to a super weird slash uncomfortable place. Highlights include, dude kisses me awkwardly on first encounter and asks, Hey, you want to go back to my place? It won't be long. <laughs> a guy hitting oh. me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> doesn't sound good for either of them. No. Um, a guy hitting me up and then casually dropping that he's homeless. Guy tells me he has a soap fetish and wants to know if I'm interested in participating in said soap fetish, as well as various other super sexual messages that just come off too strong. I don't think I give off that vibe of being sexual in my profile, and I am at the point where I'm half ready to just be a cool aunt and give up. Any Aww. advice on making a profile that is appealing and weirdo repelling? That would be awesome. Okay. Robin, any advice for wow. Courtney? Robin, you're the expert on making weirdo profiles. Right. What about the <laughs> inverse? About the inverse. Well, I feel sad about this happening on Match because I feel like on Match, that's more like where people are seriously looking. I know. I feel um, the same way. Yeah. I think that I, I'm hopeful that Courtney is also getting some nice messages. It sounds like she's not getting a lot. So I would say... Write something very specific about yourself and not in like a wackadoo way, but if you have any kind of obscure hobby or you have anything very specific and see if somebody would write, a, you know, latch on to that because there could be people searching keywords. So, for example, I like a really obscure show, Twin Peaks, and I'm like obsessed with it. So if I put that in my profile, then maybe someone who likes it would contact me and have a conversation as opposed to just the, I don't know, all the sexual stuff and the and oh the boring profiles, which I doubt your profile is boring. But I would say, find something that makes you uniquely you if you haven't already, and put that in there. I don't know if that's good. I feel bad you're not getting nice messages. I know. I I also think you need to do a little bit better at vetting. So it sounds yes. like maybe you've just been going out with people before talking to them long enough. And like Angela and I are both big proponents on. Like, you know, stop messaging for so long. Like, just get to the, you know, mm -hmm. go meet them in person or get on the phone. But I think actually in your case, you need to do a little bit more vetting. And, you know, don't 
don't message or go out with guys that have very sparse profiles, you know, like hopefully they, they say a little more about themselves, maybe where they live, maybe like what they're interested in. And like, you can get a better sense of if they're just looking to hook up, look for guys that say like they are looking for a relationship, especially on match. You know, I'm, there's so many questions you can answer and there's room for a deeper profile. So I think you might need to put in a little more groundwork on your end in terms of, you know, you don't need to do a, as many in-person interviews. Let's just right. say that. Yeah, that's some kind of happy medium. Yeah, because there were a lot of red flags in those examples. So I don't know that I would have gotten to the point of meeting them in person. Exactly. Yeah. What else we got, Angela? Okay, this one is from our listener, Andy, who she, she is a lady. She's a lady, Andy. Um, and she writes, I've been seeing this guy for almost two months. We go on dates once to twice a week. On our third date, he was showing me something on his phone, and I saw he has the Hinge app, and I asked him if he liked the app. He said he never uses it, and I left it at that. A couple of dates after, I told him what my expectations are and that I wanted a relationship, and he said he wanted the same thing. He's never had a girlfriend. I recently slept with him for the first time, and about a week later, my roommate showed me his profile on Bumble. I didn't think much of it since he told me he does not use Hinge. Maybe it's the same thing with Bumble, right? But then I saw he had posted a recent picture of a trip he took to Mexico. I asked him about it, and he told me if we were not on the same page, we should leave it. He said he wanted to be with me and that he does not use the app, but he changed the picture in Mexico since all his friends were using it. I sort of believe that, uh, that he has apps to boost up his confidence, but should I believe him? What's your no, take? <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm saying that as someone who back in the day, you know, before online dating would believe anything any guy ever said to me. Right. But yeah, to me, that is, you know, if it's really true, then he and he really wants to be with you, then he'd probably say like, oh, you know what? I don't need this now because I don't need my confidence boosted up because I'm with you. I don't know. I think that's. I think he's lying. Sorry. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you too. And like, you know, I know you said it sounds like you you had the, you know, this is what I want conversation pretty early on after like a few dates, you know? You said yeah. like a couple dates after I told him and he says he wants the same thing. That's great that you both are looking for the same thing, which is a relationship, but but it, you didn't have the conversation of the what are we? So those are different conversations. So mm. he might it sounds like he you know, does want to be with you, but he's also still kind of looking around. So I think when you do have a conversation with him, you needs to be a lot more clear. Like, I think you need to say, look, like, I really like you. If you still want to date other people, that's fine. I just want to know because... Or it's not fine. It's okay if it's not fine Yeah, too. But. Yes, true, true, true. And especially when you're sleeping with somebody, I think yeah. it's totally fair and you can be absolutely clear like look i'm not cool to sleep with people that are sleeping with other people that's just like a health safety situation you know even if you're using protection like you could still say like i don't want to sleep with people that are sleeping with other people so you know and say like you know are we exclusive are we not if you just want to be with me then like you should delete your apps out of respect because I'm sorry. There's no excuse. Like I'm just on apps to boost my confidence. Like that's a very strange reason. And like, and like screw that person. You don't need to be with somebody that like needs attention from other ladies to boost their confidence. Like that's a shitty person. Like he should, you need to date somebody that has the confidence 
and is just satisfied with your attention. Otherwise, what? You're going to be married and he's just going to be like flirting with coworkers? Like, no. Because he needs the confidence. He needs the confidence. And I think we, you know, we took some of this out because it was getting really long. Didn't stick to our one paragraph rule (laughs) when when Andy wrote in. But, you know, she said he's got a stutter so he doesn't have confidence. Like, I don't give a shit about any of those excuses. Like, you can't, you know, you don't need to like flirt with other women no matter what your hangups are because you need the confidence. Like, that's, those are all bullshit excuses and you're trying to make people feel sorry for you i'm yeah saying well, it no, how it's it is. true andy andy should be enough in that department yeah otherwise like boost your confidence in other ways like yeah you know get, um, a, get a hobby get a hobby <laughs> uh if any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any messages that you want to share with us email us at contact at this is why your single show.com please be concise we don't like cutting down the emails, so keep them a paragraph or less, please. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is online dating by the numbers. Yes. One thing that we loved about your show, Robin, was that it was packed full of stats about online dating, and you told us that you got a little help from that from OkCupid themselves. You got to go in. Mm-hmm get some research, which is so cool. So we want you to share some of your research with our listeners. So we've got a few questions of things that we learned from your show, and we're going to have you give us the stats. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yay. What uh, What was the most common thing that you found men and women lie about? Uh, they lie about three things. And also just to, you can find some of these things. I just want to, if people want more of these, uh, OkCupid, they had a blog and they have one now too. And one of the co-founders, Christian Rudder, did a ton of research. So these are all actually based on research. Um, So let's see, men lie the most about their income, also their height. Uh, Women lie the most about their age, um, also their weight. Oh, it makes me kind of yeah. sad. It's it's funny that those things are such stereotypes that men and yep. women lie about those different things. Like men lying about like, like I'm uh-huh. really tall and I make a lot of money. And women uh-huh. having to be like, oh, I'm super skinny and I'm only 20. You know, like <laughs> that's know. so it makes me so sad that the, that these are real stats. There are also things I that know. once you meet people, you pretty much immediately know that they're lies. Like they're not even lies you can keep going for a long time. Maybe the income thing, but certainly I'm, not the height thing. I'm really curious right. how OkCupid got these stats, like how they were able to be like, mm, sorry, like, right. you know, Billy Jacobson, like we know you only yeah. make thirty grand a year, you know. Right. <laughs> like, like how well, did they yeah. get these stats? And like, and like exactly. the women being like, you said you were one thirty. Mm, I know you're one forty four. Mm, you know? I don't know, like how did exactly. they get this? Maybe well, they pulled people. I'm not sure if it came because I also did some research in some other areas. I'm not sure this one I would attribute to OKCupid itself. I will say that a lot of the stats were because they have the benefit of collecting data anonymously. Yeah. So right. they, you know, there's a book that this guy Christian wrote called Dataclism, and it is fascinating, but also sad when you read some of those stats, especially For sure. related to the ladies. Um, but yeah, they have their ways. Yeah. Um, this one I loved because I know when our listeners hear it, everyone's going to log on to their profile and add this word. <laughs> but uh, one of the things is adding this specific word to your profile increases your chance of getting more messages. What is that word? Yeah, it increases the chances by, I believe, 144%. That's I insane. Huge amount. It might be 114. I'm doing this from memory. But if you put the word guacamole in your profile... <laughs> 
People so good. Go nuts. People Check go nuts. Out. Everybody log on to your profile right now yes. and just add the word guac. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Love some guac. Yeah. Give it some context. Don't just like put the word mm-hmm. guacamole. I don't know. I would <laughs> right. say put the, put the word guac, add some avocado emojis and all of a sudden you're going to get like m- over a hundred percent more messages. Right. So good. Fascinating. Uh, all right. What's, what, what's the next one, Angela? Okay. By 2024, what percentage of the population will find their partner online? Uh, it's it's seventy percent. That's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. That's a lot. It's rapidly increasing. Yeah. So I know we tell everybody, uh, you know, if you're getting sick of of dating online, you know, take a break. And it's true, you should take a break. Maybe but, you'll be one of those that thirty percent that meets in person. But mm-hmm. you also might want to keep a profile. Yeah. Well, that's also <laughs> why it's so crazy. I think when I when I meet people, it's rare now. But when I do hear from people that are like, "Oh, I'm just not into online dating. Like, it's not for me." You're like, I'm "Good like, luck." Yeah. I mean, let me know if you meet someone. Let me know where because everyone will flock to that location. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I believe it's still possible to meet in person. I met Nick in person, but you know. Yes. But uh, and 2024 is a long ways away, guys. It's like a whole four, four years, four and a half uh, years. I don't know anyone, though, that's met their partner in the last like maybe five years that didn't meet them online. Really? Right? Yeah. 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 It's a lot. Um, okay. How many marriages a year start on the internet? 280,000. That's a lot. It really is. Uh, any other fun stats for our listeners? Yeah, I just thought of one, and we do this in the show, and I love it. Um, We ask people to raise their hand if they like the taste of beer, and then we have them keep their hands raised because there's a stat that beer lovers are 60% more likely to be okay with sleeping with someone they just met. So that's an interesting one. That is interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. And then I did, I'm doing this from memory again, but this is one I found recently that um, iPhone users have more sex than Android users. Um, that I, these are just that stats makes sense pulled. to me. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I'm confused by it. I, I don't know. I don't I, get it. I, I don't know. Are like, people with Androids just more hermity? I, I don't know. I don't know don't, the reason. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, no no I offense know. to the Android users, but whenever I do meet one, I'm like, oh, interesting choice. Interesting choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> You're a real outlier. Yeah. 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 Uh, my brother has an Android. I've been trying to get him to change <laughs> it forever. I'm like, I need to be able to FaceTime you, bro. Um, I love all these stats. The avocado one's my favorite. Uh, yes. Guacamole Rock-mole. one. Yeah. Uh, any, any, any last ones that uh, are gems that you added to your show or that you just thought were fun uh yeah i think well you know the show again it's a mix of verbatim interactions with our undateable characters and then real people and there's an absurd character called pioneer in a box and she's like this colonial reenactment actor who never breaks character and aggressively churns butter um and in doing that character i i was doing research and i actually found the real stat that 17 percent of users want to participate in historical reenactment role-playing, which I thought was very strange. And so specific. <laughs> so specific, right? If you're one of those 17 yeah. people, just know you're you're not alone. Yeah. Millennials are nothing if not nostalgic. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. just further proves it. And on that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. Things have changed a bit on OkCupid in recent years, but there used to be the uh, 10 classic profile prompts for user to an- users to answer about themselves. So we're going to have Robin 
quickly use her improvising skills to share the worst responses she can either come up with or has seen in real life in a game we call Okay, okay Stupid. stupid. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Okay. Number one is my self-summary. So you're just going to just totally come up with the worst profile ever off the top they, of your head. Oh. Okay, so not about me, just the worst profile. Just the oh, or, worst. or should it be about her? Should she answer? Should she could answer about herself? So, yeah, my self summary is the one where people really give their heart and soul. So it goes from anything from being sweet to aggressive or whatever. Um, I, can I? I'll just do mine because okay, yes, yeah, all right, all right. We're gonna so do rapid broad. fire, and you do yours. That'll be easier. Okay, yes. we're gonna have you improvise your own okay, okay, stupid profile. You ready? Great. Yes. My self summary. Go. Uh, I'm an overly emotional comedian. Whenever I have a chocolate martini in my hand, my friends use the phrase countdown to tears. <laughs> Love it. Wood message. Uh, number two, what I'm doing with my life. Oh, uh, eating cookie dough on a Friday night and worrying about people. <laughs> Sounds like a good Friday to me. Uh, number three, I'm really good at. Okay. So these all start doing some real ones. Um, some people were so sad. I'm really good at making women not talk to me ever. That was one that I thought was so sad. Oh, so sad. It's a little reverse psychology, though, because yeah. then people will be like, oh. Um, okay, the first things people usually notice about me. A lot of people went superhero on this. So, like, my my what they do, like Clark Kent, my ability to transform into Superman oh, at God. any moment. Oh, yeah. Lord. Uh, number five, my favorite book. They have like book, movie, show, music, food. You don't have to answer all those, right. but uh, we'll say uh, your favorite food. Um, my favorite food, uh, guacamole. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's a good one. Um, I don't know. Almost everyone says like tacos. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's good for the vegans and the non-vegans. If you're just save tacos, like everybody loves a good taco. Exactly. Uh, the six things I could never do without. The worst profile is exactly what you said. Air, water, oxygen. Um, and then the other cliched thing people say is, oh, uh, this is a stupid question. Uh, we can't live without anything. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I do. Like, because the funny thing about OkCupid is you don't actually have to answer everything. Like, you can leave it blank. Exactly. So when people take the time to be like, this is stupid, not answering yes. this. It's like, yeah. then don't answer it. Right. Exactly. All right, we got four more for you. Uh, number seven, I spend a lot of time thinking about blank. Um, I spend a lot of time thinking about uh, when I'm going to connect with Miss Wright. Somebody Aww. said that. I thought that was sweet. That is sweet. Uh, on no, a, number on a eight. Typical Friday night, I am. Uh, typical, I, there's so many lines going through my head, so this is actually hard for me. So... Um, on a typical Friday night, I'm one guy said knitting sweaters and listening to Ace of Base. <laughs> That's kind of cute. Yeah, I love that. I would love a guy to yeah. knit me a sweater and listen to yeah. Ace of Base. Uh, yeah, that was like my first. I actually had the tape, the Ace of Base oh, wow. tape. I mean, CDs were around. <laughs> I'm not that old, but for whatever reason, like I don't know, my parents were too cheap to get me the CD. They got me the tape instead. Whatever. Uh, I listened to it. Number nine, the most private thing I'm willing to admit is okay. So. This is the one where you get the stereotypical thing because some people admit their most private thing and then some people say, what a stupid question. If I'm willing to admit it, uh, then... It's not private. Know, I wouldn't say... Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, okay, and last but not least, you should message me if you should message me if you're an adorable badass with a heart of gold. Oh, that's I, a real one. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully for you listeners that inspired some things to do and not to do. Yes. Very helpful. Uh, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Thank you so much to our guest, Robin Lynn Norris. Her show, Date Me, an OKCupid OK Experiment, is currently playing at the West Side Theater in NYC. And you can buy tickets at datemeshow.com. Any other plugs at all that we should tell people about of where they can find you and, and anything else about the show, Robin? Oh, sure. Um, I'm, I do a blog in conjun- conjunction with the show called Date Me Diaries, and I'm starting that back up in September. I'd actually love to interview you ladies for it at some point. Oh, good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, just for um, you guys, we're recording this technically in August, but the show will be oh, li- yes, live in September, right. so the blog so should be, be up by the time this airs. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and that has excerpts from the original experiment that didn't fit into the show. So you see a lot of the original pro- profiles. You get m- couples who met online, backstage stuff. It's very cool. And then you can find me personally on Twitter at Robin L. Norris. That's Robin with a Y, L, Norris like Chuck. <laughs> very cool. Um, yeah. And you can find me at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and just at Laura Lane on Twitter. Yeah. And while we're plugging, you can follow, follow me at, at Sperrydactyl on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of sponsors and the codes. You can check out our podcast page at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Um, you can follow the show account at your single show. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Bye. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>